Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, welcome to the program. Again, my apologies to those of you who listen live. Uh, we've been tardy uh, for the last two days getting started, and these are technical issues. You know, the joys of living in this technological age. The age that was sold to us as something that was going to not only improve our lives, but make things more efficient and less stressful. (laughs) So, anyway, here we are. At this point, um, we don't don't have Skype up yet. If we do get it up, we'll let you know. Um... And we did not have it yesterday, so these uh, problems continue. And I will be making sure that I let the people... Thank you for calling Call-In Studios host and call screener line. Please enter your show now. Although God knows we have for years and years and years. (laughs) Jeez. So, um... That was an invalid show number. Please re-enter your show number, followed by the pound key. It is true, and I I guess I've said this one too many times. Let me say it one more time. That this uh, nightmare um, um, that we are living through right now. Thank you for calling Call-In Studios host and call... uh, ...that this country and... uh, Enter your six-digit PIN number. The way it is constituted, we put a wholly unqualified... Welcome, host. You are now in the host room and can manage your callers from the call-in studio web interface. And a crazy person uh, in, in the White House. And he's sucking up all the air. <laughs> and it's... It intrudes upon our our daily lives in that you cannot <coughs> spend any amount of time with any other human being without it coming up. Even people who are not by nature political, <coughs> it comes up. And so it did again last night. And I am so... finished with him intruding on my life, not just because I do the sh- a show like this, but well beyond it. And um, I really think that in terms of the quality of our lives, um, He has made it so much worse. The stress levels alone that people are feeling um, just way, way up. And I can only uh, include myself in, in that. And I don't want to respond to every disgusting, stupid divisive, destabilizing 
verbal fart that comes out of his fingertips, twitters, tweets, stupid statements made uh, heading into his helicopter as he heads down to another weekend at his Mar-a-Lago. I don't... I don't want to. And yet, I guess we ignore all this at our at our peril. Is there a way to talk about this, to deal with what is happening, and somehow disregard, leave him out of the discussion? That's what I keep trying, but it, it's hard, because clearly I think he is pushing us uh, now into what could only be described as a constitutional crisis. I mean, you don't even have to have taken a one-day class, let alone a yearly class as a kid in civics, to understand the basic tenet of our system of governance here is that there are three branches of the government and they are meant to check and balance each other. And because they are meant to do that, they have been given certain uh, responsibilities and, uh, and it is the job of those holding those offices, be they justices of the Supreme Court or members of the Congress or the president himself or herself, to um, abide by these rules. <laughs> and Congress has the responsibility as supposedly a co-equal branch of the government to check the executive And that is what they are attempting to do. They're asking for information, which they require. And the Constitution gives them the right to ask for this information, to subpoena it if necessary. And to see now that what this White House is going to do is flat out refuse. It doesn't matter which committee it's coming from. It doesn't matter what is being sought, whether it be testimony or, or memos or documents. The White House is saying, we will not cooperate with the Congress. That's a constitutional crisis. We don't live in a monarchy. We don't live in a place where the guy who heads the executive branch gets to call all the shots. And this is something that this dimwit really doesn't understand. When you don't give a damn about <clears throat> the rules, the norms, the responsibilities, the tradition, 
your legacy, when you don't give a damn about anything, the damage you're doing to the country, then you can, you can fight like Trump fights, which is dirty. It's worked well for him. As I said yesterday, we are heading into um, a torturous period until the election um, in which keeping Thank up you for calling Collins Studios host and call screener line. Please enter your show number and press will, pound. We'll take some doing. And given how... Enter Trump your six-digit PIN number. Wisely packed the federal judiciary and continues to do so. Welcome, host. It is you are not now in the host room and can sure manage your callers from the Collins Studio web interface. That when some of these challenges reach the federal courts and/or the Supreme Court, that those judges and justices will, in fact. push him back. Did I start that sentence with the... You know what I mean. We don't know if they're going to do the right thing. This Supreme Court scares the holy hell out of me. And stay tuned for a whole slew of five, four decisions um, on political lines that will take us back in time that will give even more powers to the executive branch and and will give even more power to the corporate sector and we the people That's not who these folks who have been put in these positions give a damn about. They serve corporate interests. They serve power. Those are the people he and his have put on the bench. Um, we have a caller. Let me go to that. I just I, I have a case in point in a second. But uh, caller, go ahead, please. Hello. Hi. Oh, it's working? Yeah, yeah. Don't hold <laughs> okay. your breath. Hey, yeah. um, this McCann and uh, Mueller, isn't McCann a private citizen now? Doesn't he yeah. have to go and testify with a subpoena because he can lose his license? And Mueller, he's no longer working for why can't both of them? I understand Mueller can go up there and not give all the secrets out, but he sure in the hell could say his opinion. So I, I'm really confused by those two things. I don't see why either one of them can't come up. Uh, hell with the, with the president, with that executive. He he already gave that away the first time when he let McCann talk to them. So there's no uh, secrecy there. 
Well, I don't I, understand you know, it. I, I, yeah, I have this. I actually, I I had the same uh, thought um, this morning, where it's saying that the White House is telling McGahn, and they don't tell Mueller. And I haven't heard that Mueller has said he wouldn't show up. He hasn't even been asked yet, uh-huh. right? Um, but McGahn is no longer the White House counsel. He is not their employee. Why does he have to do anything that they're telling him to do? Right. I, I don't understand. That's what I think. Well, and in fact, all of these people that are being told, either by, by the attorney general who's telling people at justice you cannot show up there, um, there is no reason whatsoever that some of these men can't show some backbone and show up. They got a subpoena. They can. It, it was delivered to them. It wasn't delivered to Bob Bill Barr, and it wasn't de- delivered to to uh, Trump. And um, as Elijah Cummings has said, I have a quote here from him. Both president, the president, and the attorney general are now openly ordering federal employees to ignore congressional subpoenas without any assertion of valid privilege. And they they have no, and Cummings went on to say, these employees and their personal attorneys. See, now each one of these guys has to lawyer up to, 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 to you know, make... Make sure they're um, not going to be burned. And, and Cummings is telling them, hey, you guys that we've subpoenaed and your attorneys, you should think very carefully about your own legal interests rather than being swept up in the obstruction schemes of this administration. And I think that's a very telling point that uh, Cummings is making. You want to go down with the Trump ship? Go right ahead. But the reality is you think hard and long about it. Or is it long and hard? Either way, it's the same thing. Because you could be placing yourself in legal jeopardy. Obviously, they can be held in contempt. Congress has the right to grab them and throw them in jail. Now, granted, Congress hasn't done that in almost 100 years. But it has done that, I think, 70-plus times in our history because it has the right to do it. This is a president just begging, begging uh, to have the Congress step up and play as rough as he does. I don't know. I don't know. But I, 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 have, the same, I have the same question you did. Okay, then. All, All right. right. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Bye. Oh. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> make no mistake, what's going on is a defiance of our constitutional principles. It is 
this lawless administration populated by a bunch of lawless convicts, crooks, liars, and thieves. And Elijah Cummings is asking people, think carefully. Which side do you want to be on? Look beyond your noses. Look beyond the immediate look down the road because Trump and these folks are not heading into a good place. Trump is heading to jail at some point and a lot of others with him and they're heading into ignominy in history. If Trump, the narcissist in him, will love that he will always be remembered, even on a global stage. But I wonder if it even matters to him that he will be remembered as one of the, I mean, most awful human beings to ever have acquired power and abused it. He'll be up there with some of the greats. And before it's over, who knows? Who knows what he's capable of doing? I mean, just flat out, as a matter of law, this, well, Cummings called it a scheme, <laughs> but this tactic that he and his have, have decided upon of total obstruction, of refusal, to uh, comply in any way, shape, or form with any totally legal, constitutionally, in fact, mandated request from the Congress. This is lawlessness, and so it will go to the courts. I've expressed my concern about the makeup of those courts now. But the law is not on the president's side. <laughs> All of these conservatives that say they're strict, you know, constitutionalist. Sorry, guys, read the Constitution. The president doesn't have a leg to stand on. Congress does. But here's the problem. <clears throat> Trump might know all that. Winning in court might not be what he has in mind. He loses in court all the time. It doesn't keep him from constantly suing people, constantly going to the courts, because he uses it as a way to create an environment that he can then characterize <clears throat> as harassment. They're investigating me here. They got subpoenas here. They're, we have to take it. You know, I want to be the president of the United States. I'm spending all my time dealing with lawyers and court cases. And that's just because this overreaching Congress, these Democrats who are pissed off that they lost, blah, 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 blah. You can hear it. You know what it is. 
And the law, as we have learned, can be so slow. That phrase, the speedy wheels of justice, has always been an oxymoron. And, I mean, Trump even tweeted the other day, uh, if the if the Dems ever tried to impeach me, I'd go directly to the Supreme Court. <clears throat> What's he talking about? The Supreme Court does not have anything to... If there's impeachment, the Congress has the right to impeach. The president doesn't get to go to the Supreme Court and say, they're trying to impeach me. They have that right. He doesn't even understand the only way the court gets involved, unless I'm incorrect, is that the chief justice, right, does preside over, does he? Yeah. Doesn't the chief justice preside over the Senate when, how's that possible? All of a sudden I'm thinking, I know the Constitution, and all of a sudden it just doesn't seem right. But yeah, I think so. Anyway, we have a call. Caller, go ahead. Lynn, I have a question, okay. which I don't know. I feel like this comes out of the blue, but I've been thinking about this for a while. If Congress has the right to put somebody in prison for not complying, why don't they threaten the president with that? I don't quite understand that. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't comply with a lot of different things. Why can't they put the president in jail? Well, that might be a, a I don't know. I mean, that uh, might not be possible. The only way I think they can get the president is through impeachment. Um, mm. They can Im they can imprison his uh, you know. Secretary. In other words, they could go after Mnuchin for not yeah. for not handing over the tax returns. Um, I don't know, uh, but I'd really, really like to see um, them play tough. I'd like to see. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Because they're playing. Certainly, when a way to play tough. Yeah, when you're playing people who don't even play by the rules, and we're not only looking at the rules, but we're hemming and hawing and threatening, well, we might, we might do this, yeah, we might do that. they gotta, they got to stop that. they got to stop that just right now. You know, they got to stop this threat crap and just do it. Yeah. Something... I'm just sick of that. I mean, I... I feel the Democrats are trying very hard to do the right thing to hold, you know, to do what they're supposed to do, but they are, they do also have an eye on, you know, uh, optics and worrying about looking like, right, like they're, um, they're doing something that can be used against them. But, I mean, it doesn't matter because these people, of course it'll be used against them. So just go do it. Does Mitch McConnell ever, ever worry about, gee, I really shouldn't do this? He doesn't care about what's going to be used against him. Not at all. And they keep winning. They keep doing yeah. stuff because they get what they want to do. They've packed the courts. They've, I mean, 
by they virtue just plow of, through like anything. Yep. Yeah. So, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, we're ha- I mean, I di- I just want everybody to know that we're you know pace yourselves. <laughs> we're heading. I think into- the Democrats just the Democrats just have to get some balls and move. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Did you hear that, Democrats? Get some balls. Did you hear um, about Hillary Clinton's uh, opinion piece in the Post? Um, I don't. You know, it's 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 Hillary. It's smart. It's well reasoned. It's um, one of the things that's astonishing about it is how you realize that she has had in the last. Um, 40 years of uh, American political history, um, an outsized role, an almost zealot-like person. She's always sort of been there, and she lays that out a little bit in this piece. Um, She says that Everything that's happening now is very personal <laughs> for her, of course. Um, but she she knows all of the... She has been there, done that. She was, as she points out, she was a young staff attorney for the House Judiciary Committee in 1974 when that house was set to impeach Richard Nixon. So she played a part in that impeachment. And then, of course, the next impeachment She was in the White House as the wife of the president. So in 74, she is actively involved in Watergate hearings. In 98, she is actively a part of another impeachment Um, she's just always been there and then she runs for president and that is when events arise that give rise to the next probable impeachment because she, while the country and its democracy and its election was attacked by a foreign power, actively trying to help the guy who ultimately won, Hillary Clinton was the one who lost that election, that tainted election. So in all of these instances, there she stands 
and it's a very i i mean i uh, it's a very clear headed uh piece and she says this i'll just share this last part with you we have to get this right the Mueller report is not just a reckoning about our recent history it's also a warning about the future unless checked the Russians will interfere again in 2020 you got to believe they already are and possibly other adversaries such as China North Korea will as well this is an urgent threat she is correct and we've heard by the way other news in the last 24 hours that the now uh, fired uh, Department of Homeland Security head Kirsten Nielsen had in fact tried on more than one occasion to bring up this security threat she's the head of Homeland Security she needed and wanted to talk to the president about what she considered a true threat to our electoral system and she was denied access to him she was told by his chief of staff, don't you dare bring that up around him. He goes ballistic. Sure he does. So since the Russians interfered in our election, we have done nothing. Nothing as we head into the next election. We have done nothing except do everything that Vladimir Putin would want. That we've done well. So Hillary says this is an urgent threat. Nobody but Americans should be able to decide America's future. And unless he is held accountable, the president may show even more disregard for the laws of the land and the obligations of his office he will likely redouble his efforts to advance Putin's agenda which is by the way about weakening us that's Putin's agenda and Trump has been working hand in hand with him including rolling back sanctions weakening NATO and undermining the European Union all of which Trump has actively done to the delight of the guy he loves in the Kremlin Hillary finishes with this of all the lessons from our history the one that is most important may be that each of us has a vital role to play as citizens a crime was committed against all Americans and all Americans should demand action and accountability our founders envisioned the danger that we face today and they designed a system to meet it it is up to us to prove the wisdom of our Constitution the resilience of our democracy and the strength of our nation said the woman 
who got more than three million more votes than the man who sits despoiling the White House. All righty. I don't know. <clears throat> okay, I'm sorry. I talked about that. Oh, I wanted to mention, as I pointed out, the uh, appalling makeup of our Supreme Court <coughs> now, the 5-4 court. Uh, Chuck writes, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> there is much about our government, or for that matter our world, which is not policed by legislation. In government, in our businesses, in our families, it is kindness and civility and social convention that police our behavior. While Trump is outright disobeying the laws and trashing the Constitution, he is taking advantage of our kindness and civility. And he has kicked social convention to the curb. He plays dirty. He plays without honor. This begs the question for the House. If not this president, at this time, then when? This is not a case of a political party coming into power and steering the ship differently than did the last administration. This is a case of an outlier regime intending to subvert the Constitution. So to Nancy Pelosi and the House, what are you waiting for? Well, they'll tell you they're waiting to get more information, which is what they're doing, subpoenas and that they're not intending to take impeachment off the table. They're just getting all their info with which they'll then go after him. That's what they're saying. They're trying to slow it down. They may not be incorrect. Surely, if this president is not impeached, then what the hell would it take? for impeachment. We've already seen the abuse of that power. And of course that abuse occurred when Republicans controlled the Congress. Republicans use power. Sometimes it backfires on them, which it did when they went after Clinton. That doesn't mean it backfires on the Democrats when they go after Trump. Apples and oranges, and you know who the orange is. Our five court, 
yesterday. We have talked about this a long time ago, how every contract you sign in the fine print, every everything you buy, every service agreement you agree to, every time, there is fine print which says that if you got a grievance, <laughs> if like the thing explodes and kills you or if it doesn't work or if you were ripped off in some way, you give up your right to join with any other aggrieved parties to seek some kind of justice or compensation. That was something that little people used to do. It was called a class action suit, right? There's an entire class of people who have been harmed. So they joined together, which makes them more powerful to go up against whatever big corporation. Little by little, that ability has been stripped, and the court pretty much stuck a fork in it. It's yesterday's ruling. It ruled on Wednesday that workers at a California business could not band together to seek compensation for what they said was their employer's failure to protect their data. Make no mistake, they have a total case. Their employer totally screwed something up and it led to all of their information being stolen. Fraudulent tax returns were, were done as a result. Identity theft was done as a result. And this Roberts Court, with the five Republicans, said yesterday, Uh-uh, I'm sorry. You guys, um, you signed a contract when you went to work, and that contract says that only arbitration will be used with one employee at a time. <laughs> so each employee gets to go up against the phalanx of the corporate attorneys. Each employee would have to what? Lawyer up to go up against their boss? This is how much this court cares about little people. They only care about corporations. And there's been a lot of these 5-4 decisions of late, even when Kennedy was on the court, and they have been chipping away at the ability to bring class action suits And so we will continue. Every time you buy something, get a job, I assure you, there will be a clause in there now that says that if you have a problem with something that goes on in the future, you've got to do a David and Goliath. You've got to take on this huge corporation by yourself. Don't try to find another million or two million people with the same grievance and get together.
So understand what this does to us as consumers. Screws you. You can be sold totally faulty stuff. Forget about it. That's where class action suits used to come in. Forget about it. Consumers, workers, even if there's been collective harm, even if there's been substantial collective harm, our court, the Supreme Court, the Roberts Court, the Roberts, Scalia, Kavanaugh, Thomas, Gorsuch, Court, Alito, doesn't give a damn about little people. Still thinks that somehow corporations need more power. That the rich guys need more power. More leverage. It's mind-boggling. Uh, all four Democrats on the bench, uh, of course, dissented. Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that what the court had just done is deny employees and consumers effective relief against powerful economic entities. Exactly. And that's exactly what they intended to do. I don't have a call, do I? Thank you. Um... Lawrence O'Donnell says, Barbara sent me this, that House Republicans impeached Clinton, then Republicans won the House again in the next election. And Republicans won the Senate again. Yeah, but Clinton won too. Whatever. I just think it's I don't know. I mean whatever. It just doesn't matter wherever you look. I mean wherever you look things seem to be uh, in shambles, right? I missed Jeopardy last night. Did he win? He did. It's gotten so bad that the guy who does sports for the Wall Street Journal, and even in the sports world, he's sick of talking about he, He's done an article about the guy on Jeopardy because he's sick of the NFL draft and other stuff, and he says, and anyway, I'm riveted like all of America is. And he says, the biggest excitement in America is not shaking out in the NBA or the NHL playoffs. It has Zippo to do with Game of Thrones or Thursday's NFL draft, and it's much more entertaining than the Mueller report. It's Jeopardy. Well, I don't know. I mean, he had, and then he does talk about what I've talked about. He says, has he broken the game? Because I think he has. This guy, his name is James Holzhauer, he, of all the questions up to 
this point, well, without yesterday's show and the day before that, of the 434 questions he has gotten, actually answers, but of the 434 questions he has gotten, he has answered 417 of them correctly. He has had back-to-back perfect games, going 40 for 40 on questions on a when, when last Wednesday and 39 for 39 last Thursday. Um, yeah, I think he's broken the game. It's not a game. It's a different game now. It's just seeing how. <coughs> Now, Ken Jennings won 74 times in a row. Um, That was back in 2004. And he collected more than $2.5 million in that. But Ken Jennings is watching this, too, and he's in awe. He says it is absolutely insane because this guy is doing what Jennings did, only almost twice as fast. I mean, he's just... Jennings' average earnings for a game was 31 or something thousand dollars. This guy's is 70-something, I think. I don't know. He's, uh, I think, broken the game. But with Alex Trebek dying, maybe that's... (laughs) I shouldn't say that because he looks great. He does. And little Tony, ah, see? Everything's broken. He thinks it's fixed. I don't think it's fixed, but I do think they knew this guy would be a great player and maybe they didn't let him on in the past. But with Alex so sick, Maybe they did this for Alex because they know how much he'd enjoy it. I don't know. Something's up. They do choose contestants. And obviously, I mean, anyone they choose is, you know, pretty smart. But winning has a lot more to do with, um, I think, small hand core, you know, hitting the buzzer first or knowing when to hit that buzzer. There's a lot of smart people up there who've never figured out how to buzz correctly. And this guy is just... So it's not just because he constantly is able to answer. That says something about his buzzer ability, right? And then he knows the answer almost every time. Barbara writes, the impeachment of Clinton was initiated in December of 98 led to a trial in the Senate on two charges, one of perjury. Well, see, Trump refused to. Believe me, that would be one of the charges against Trump, too, if he ever gets put under oath, and uh, one of obstruction. Which, right. And then in 2000, the contest was between George W. Bush Oh, you're saying, I get it, okay. 
Yeah. So he was reelected before he, before, yeah. And then after the Republicans did all this crap and failed to impeach, I mean to convict, the Democrats did lose the White House. And to, to George F. and W. Bush. Yeah. You know, I can never remember. God. Thank you, Barbara. Rosemary says the House has no police powers. Who's to arrest those who refuse a subpoena? Um, they have a sergeant at arms. Isn't he the one who goes off and gets them? I, they do have the power to jail, to hold in contempt, and to throw in jail. They do. I don't know. Little Tony says, I'm not watching again until he's gone. He ruined the show. He's a freak. I hear you. I do. I don't like him either. And I don't like the fact that he broke the game. But it is fascinating to watch how just to, that game's been on forever. How many people, smart cookies, have done that game? And he, this guy just brings a totally different. It's amazing. He broke it, though. I did not buy this. It, I pushed another button, and this is what I got. It was in a morning where everything was going wrong. I forgot my water. I get here, and poor Amy is like, the Internet's crashing. This is happening, blah, blah, blah. I went back. I said, so I got time to get, ran back there, and I got this, which I didn't order. Oh, so you know the guy who was, <laughs> the guy who was, um, why am I laughing? That's not nice to laugh. The guy who was killed by the big bird, the cassowary, is that how it's pronounced? The guy who um, was, yeah, clawed to death by this big bird, he kept... By the way, it's the first known death. <laughs> it's the first known death of a human uh, by a cassowary um, since 1926. So everybody's saying, oh, these birds are violent. These birds, they have a, what? They've killed two people in a hundred years? My God. Dogs have killed more than that, and we think they're the greatest thing in the universe. God. Anyway, so this guy who, who owned a whole bunch of strange animals, because he could, finally got killed by one. And the one that killed him was in a cage, but got to him anyway, because they got on their end of their legs. 
they've got a claw that can be five inches long. So they've got like these blades, and that's what they did. They knifed them. They just knifed them. So I'm telling you this because they're being auctioned off, the birds and all the other stuff he has there, if you're interested. Um, these birds are about six and a half feet tall. They have blue faces. They've got a horn-like ridge. They weigh up to about 130 pounds, and they got these <laughs> claws. So there's going to be an auction, and the auction house, listen to this, is called Gulf Coast Livestock, and listen to what they said. The auction will be open to the public, but news media will be barred from the event and risks the destruction of their equipment if they try to attend it. What the hell is that about? Why, why would that be? Because they've got some really odd birds that shouldn't be. They're, they're worried. What, why would that be? Anyway, at least they didn't kill the bird, and I'm glad to hear that. Um, Henry writes, Lynn, who could imagine a game such as Jeopardy, a game that has been around for so many years, could be changed by one player? That's what's so mind-blowing. Who would have thought after all these years that there are subtleties in this game that we had not seen yet until... Well, you know what it was? Is everybody played it like a game. He's playing it. Maybe it's another indication of how where our country is. Because he's playing it like Amazon plays. He's playing it to not only win, but to obliterate. He's playing it to conquer and raise. He's, you know, it used to be, it was a like a parlor game and everybody had fun playing it and you didn't know who was going to win and this and that. And people all understood that. Everybody knew that they'd make more money initially if they started at the bottom. And I've only seen one other player who did that a lot and I didn't like it. But somehow that didn't catch on after that guy did it. So that's one of the things he did. Amass a lot of money immediately. But... I think it has more to do with this winning at all costs. Winning is everything. Um, you play to obliterate. There's something very American about this guy. He's a gambler. He's smart. And he takes no prisoners. I don't know. I don't like him. And he's taken pleasure from a lot of people. Surely Jeopardy knows that a lot of us are reacting in horror. But they, they seem thrilled because their ratings are way up. It is amazing. But maybe it's just another like canary in the coal mine. 
that things have happened to us that have changed us in not good ways. Uh-oh. Beth writes, I believe any congressional contempt order is carried out by the Department of Justice since Congress does not maintain its own jail. Yeah, but the Department of Justice is headed by one of the obstructionists. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Okay. I don't know what to say. Anyway, they've even taken Jeopardy. They've even ruined Jeopardy. Everything is destroyed. Have a nice day. <laughs> and uh, I shall take my leave. Thank you. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers. <laughs>